Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. Those of you who don't know who I am, um, I'm Christian and I'm one of the uh, pastors here and it's my delight with the team here to welcome you to this very, very special occasion that happens every year where we open up the doors for people to come and just enjoy themselves. And I know downstairs there's a hog roast waiting. I know there's donuts waiting. I know there's fairgrounds waiting uh, for you all. But if you would just give us just a few minutes of attention, because we really believe that we have just an amazing message to be able to share with everyone. We also know that we've got, in a few minutes, uh, Cotman School are going to be singing yet again. Come on, we need better than that. Cotman are here. And uh, I was saying, just, uh, we're, we're okay on the clock. I was, I was just saying to somebody today, I says, you know what? I, I'm tired of people pressing down children and young people, telling them that they can't do. I actually believe that we should have a message, and Arena Church does carry a message. Rather than saying you can't do, we say you can do. And kids, every single one of you are here. I want to say you can do it. If you get a dream, dream big. Are you listening to me, the ones in the blue sweatshirts? If you get a dream, dream big. And I'm glad that you have a head teacher who carries that message as well. So we really do applaud all the staff from Cotman School. And you, I know you carry that message. It's very, very powerful when we believe. And you might be here, you've been told you can never accomplish anything and you can never do anything. And you might be 60 or 70 year old. I want to tell you, it's a lie. And we believe there's something greater in you that God wants to do in you. And you've already heard it today. But today, I want to talk about a door. I want to talk about a welcome mat. And I want to talk about a gift. The reason why I do that is because how do you tell the Christmas story and wrap it up in a contemporary way that everybody will understand? You see, you must understand, I've been telling this Christmas story for the last certainly 20 some years. And you want to do it in a creative way. We're not one of these churches that goes all trendy and we don't talk about the Christmas story at Christmas time. We actually celebrate the fact that we carry this great story. But how do we tell it? Well, the inspiration that I got was from one of our videos. If you would like to go onto our website, you'll be able to see a section called Media. And under Media, there's a whole load of videos that we've produced. And one of them was a really, really fun video like we've seen this evening, which was excellent, around a group of children that enacted the story of Christmas. And I was watching it a couple of months ago and I thought, there's my inspiration. Because he came to the point where Mary and Joseph, they were little children acting it out. And it was really cool. You'll have to watch it for yourself. And, and, and they knocked on the innkeeper's door. And the innkeeper door basically said, there's no room at the inn. But they were knocking, whoa, on a door. And I got the inspiration, I thought, I'm going to talk about a door. I'm going to talk about a welcome mat. And I'm going to talk about a gift. This evening, all the Bible verses will be on the screen here. But I just want to take your attention, first of all, to show you the verses that I've just alluded to in Luke in chapter 2 
And it says there, while they were there, the time came for the baby, Jesus, to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son, and she wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. Mary and Joseph were knocking on doors, and we'll come back to that in a moment. But before I continue with the message as well, you kids are already doing what you should be doing, which is sitting still, and even some of you adults are doing quite well as well. And for the best child that sits very well behaved, I've got a present. Who'd like a present early? Okay, yeah. Well, we've got a spotter looking out for you. There's going to be one of you children who are going to be getting a prize, but it's for those who sit up straight and, uh, you know, chests out and stomachs in and yeah great so I'm going to be we're going to be looking around for the best for the best child but back to the story if you could and adults help me here that would be great because we see in these verses that Mary and Joseph were knocking on a door to try and find a place to stay We'll come back to that in a moment, like I said, because first of all, I want to talk about, before we get to the door, I want to talk about something that we have at our house. It's not this one. We just have a doormat. But this one happens to say, welcome. A welcome mat. You see, I want you to understand something. That the Bible is very, very clear that we see a welcome We see a welcome in this Christmas story and Tim's already said it to us and again we'll find the verses in Luke in chapter 2 because there were some angels who announced the welcome of the Son of God into the world. We see in verse 10 it says, The angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah the Lord. I love that line. It's good news that will bring great joy for all people. I love it, the fact that there's a welcome mat before the door. And I want you to understand something for the very first time, both children and adults, because I used to have an understanding of this, and I've talked to many, many adults now who this is what they believe about church and about, about the story of Christmas They believe that if I could just sort my life out and get myself cleaned up, if I could become the best, the brightest, then perhaps Jesus might welcome me. And that is not the story. Because we see the welcome of heaven was for all people. For rich, for poor, for black, for white, for young, for old. For really clever people and not so clever people. For those who are really, really attractive and those who aren't, could probably do with a little bit of work doing on them. You know, all kinds of people that Jesus came for. God came into the world for all people. And he throws a mat. And I want you to tell you, if you're from this community here today... Please take this very much to heart. There is a welcome mat at our door here in this building, in the hub, down just around the corner, at the project, at Arena Hope, wherever we find ourselves, there is a welcome mat for you. Because we believe it is the heart of God for God to throw open the doors for all 
people. Can I hear a yes from you all today? It's a welcome mat that is for all people. And it's before the door. It's before the door. Now, I love doors. I don't know about you, but doors fascinate me. I often think to myself, what's behind them? What's going on behind those doors? It may be that this afternoon there was a lot of craziness going on in your house and that was behind closed doors. Yeah, you've got it. There you are. There's lots of things that happen behind the doors. Kids, you don't want to go into your head teacher's office because you don't know what happens behind those doors. It's a very scary place. Is that right? You'll get in a lot of trouble if you're at the head teacher's office. And I'm afraid to say, head teacher, I'm really sorry that I was there more than I should have been. I know you find that hard to believe because there's this angel, angelic, you know, Lots of things happen behind doors. But there's also some very positive things that can happen behind doors. And I want to tell you, the story of Christmas is God not just providing a welcome mat, but also he provided a door. No, I'm happy for them to shout out. Not, Not too much. You're all right. Nobody else start. Okay. Yeah, I can dab as well. It's very good, you know. There we go. The door. Because in this door, there's a number of things when I thought about, well, what do doors do? Well, a door right will create, and they told me I have to be very careful here because I'll end up wrecking the door, opportunity. You know, behind some doors, there's Opportunity. There's an opportunity for change. There's an opportunity to change your life. There's a different direction that doors can take you in. And there is a doorway that is being presented to every child and every adult here tonight. And it's the story of Christmas that was told 2,000 years ago of God coming into the world through a doorway. He opened the doorway of heaven and sent his best gift into the world. And it created an opportunity for man to get right with God. The second thing that I love about doors is here. Let me just think. Doorways can provide hope. You may say that's a strange word. Well, it may be that you're meandering, wandering, wondering, where do I go? Which way is the right route? What does my life consist of? Feel hopeless. You know, one thing I've realized about the world in which we live, this world And you may be here today, and if you are, I have a message for you, specifically for you. If you are devoid of hope, I'd encourage you at the end of the service to collect a gift from us. Because in this gift, it will help to point you to perhaps, I think, the best gift that we can present to you. And yes, it is wrapped up in Jesus, but it's more than that. It will provide hope. To the hopeless. Because this society, this world is devoid of hope. Young people you speak to, they have no hope. Single parents, no hope. And I'm not being political here, but the political leaders cannot change it. They cannot change it. It's a position of our hearts. And I believe that this doorway that God is presented, and he presented 2,000 years ago, gives us hope. And then the third thing is it gives us, I want to be very careful because I don't want this door falling down on me. Okay, it's all hanging around here. 
change. Change. You see, a doorway, they don't just provide opportunities and can give us hope, but it can lead us into change as we open the door. A change can happen. You may say, I'm too far gone, Christian. I'm too far gone. I'm too old in the tooth. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. This is who I am. I want to tell you that Jesus came into the world. God sent Jesus into the world to give you an opportunity to provide you with hope and to make a way of a change. A change. And that change is dramatic. That change is 180 degrees. That change can take you from darkness into light. That, that change can take you from hopelessness to full of hope. That change can bring you joy where there's been sorrow. This is the message of Arena Church and this is the message of the Bible. But it's interesting about doorways. Because doorways, you have to open up the door and go through. There's a Bible verse and it's found at the last book of the Bible. It's called Revelation. And this is what it says. God's saying, Jesus saying, he said, listen, I stand at the door and I knock. He's knocking on your door, the heart door. And saying, if anyone hears my voice, I will come in and I will meet with them. Today, sir, today, madam, today, young person, today, young child, you have the opportunity. We're providing a message of hope that brings change. And God comes to you. So it's not just the welcome mat, there's a door. And just to reinforce this point again, because it's really important, because behind the door lies a gift. Behind the door lies a gift. We saw on the video just a moment ago, Of course, it's very exciting for everybody to receive and to give gifts, and particularly for children. But just for a moment, as I draw it to a close, I'm not talking about a gift of an iPad or even the gift of some perfume or the gift of some whiskey or whatever your thing is. The gift of a bike, kids, gift of a computer, PlayStation, Xbox. No, no, no. I'm talking about the gift of a person. A gift of a person. Because God, 2,000 years ago, sent his one and only son into this world through the doorway with a welcome mat and provided a gift for all of mankind. And this gift, if we will accept it, will provide forgiveness of our sins. I want to tell you today, I've done lots of things wrong and so have you. There's lots of things that I wouldn't want you knowing what I've done and it's a word that we shun away because it's not politically correct but basically sin is the things that please me, the selfishness, the anger, all kinds of stuff that can resonate in all of our hearts and we need forgiveness of those sins. The second thing in this gift, I just love this. It's not just great life in this life that we live, 
but there's also a life to come. It's called eternal life, everlasting life. God promises that those who put their trust in Him, when, when we come to the end of our days, we will have an assurance that we will be with Him in eternity. And the third thing that I love about this gift, it's full of peace and it's full of joy. Anybody want any peace? Anybody want any joy in this place? I'm telling you, I just, I just need a sense of peace. There's challenges that we all face, that we all walk through. And how do we do that? Unless we have his peace. We had a man come through this church a number of years ago who shared from this platform. His daughter was killed in the Lockerbie air disaster. And he's a pastor in the movement amongst the churches that we belong to, Phil and I. And he spoke about how this peace washed over him and was in his heart, even when he lost his young daughter in her early 20s through that terrible, terrible set of events. And of course, it's very much in our minds because it's 30 years since we remembered the Lockerbie air disaster. It's possible to have peace in the midst of storms. It's possible to have peace in the midst of challenges and turbulation. It's possible to have his peace and it's possible to have joy, but it's only through the gift of Jesus. If you're unsure about that, this is what it says in John 3.16, probably one of the most famous Bible verses in the whole of the Bible. And I'll read it from the screens. It says this, for God, and in one version it said, love the world so much. But it says, for God, soul of the world that he gave gave gift his one and only son Jesus that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life this is the Christmas story told through a mat through a door and through a gift and let me tell you today The door is wide open for anybody to receive him and the gift is made available. We've made a simple gift for you. It will be available at the end. There'll be some set of circumstances that we'd ask you to just help us with. But in this, I'm going to tell you what it is. There's some chocolate. There's a bit of information. There's a notepad and pen. But there's a Bible. And we're giving you the Bible because we want some people to really begin to read the Bible and just test it out for themselves. Is what I've just said real and true? And you'll read it from the Bible. And in fact, we go even one further because next year we have something that we'll be encouraging you to come to. It's called Alpha. It must be good because Bear Grylls went on it. He loved it. He endorses it. And where you can ask more questions about faith and Jesus and God. And so we'd encourage you to take of this gift at the end of our time together if you would like to know more about this God. Before the children come and delight us with their singing, I wonder if we could just bow our heads for one moment. I'd like us to pray.